For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Conversations. Not Your Average Perspectives. Not Your Average Black Girls. Hey, Not Your Average Black, Not Your Average Black Girls, Not Your Average Black, Not Your Average Black Girls. Okay, y'all could start joining in on this now. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's your thing at this point. Oh, my throat was your... dry, so. That's oh, oh, your moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, everybody's here, as you can tell. Um, so me, Jordan, Megan, and Dice, the gang's all here. We're excited to talk with you all for yet another episode this week. And we're actually joined by a special guest. Um, today was bring your, your son to work day. I'm joking. <laughs> My brother's in the building. Um, Justin Pittman is here, ladies and gentlemen. So he will be joining our conversation. Justin, you want to say hello to the people? Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to this conversation and let's have a good time. Oh, he got his little low growl He's going ready. on, y'all. Yes, he is ready. <laughs> he is ready. He is ready. So before we get into more about our special guest and our topic for today, Megan, why don't you go ahead and give us that Not Your Average Black Girl shout out? All right, y'all. So um, our Not Your Average Black Girl shout out is a young woman who is a true boss in her own fashion. Her name is Tamaya. Um, Tamaya is a licensed cosmetologist. She is located in Savannah, Georgia. When I say she specializes in hair care, that is what I mean, y'all. She is truly a healthy hair connoisseur. Um, aside from styling, you know, there's no cut, color, etc. that she can't do. But what's so special about Smy is she also has her own line of um, flat irons. And so trust me, I am a person. I do not advertise anything that I do not believe in. I have her flat iron and my hair is curly um, through and through and her flat iron works wonders. So if y'all want to check it out, make sure you visit her Instagram page. It's Tamaya, T-A-M-A-Y-A, Kier, K-Y-E-R-A, Hair Artistry, okay? And we will link that in the description for y'all who um, struggle with spelling. We will have it there for you, but check her out. She's really good. Um, She's saved me a couple of times and she has done my hair um, for my wedding. So I'm a little bit biased, you know. Her skills are on point, but y'all support her. And if you're in the Savannah, Georgia area, definitely um, book an appointment, you know, help a young entrepreneur out. Thank you, Megan, for giving us that Not Your Average Black Girl shout out today. So we have a pretty exciting topic for you all. And before, um, I guess, we disclose what it is, I do just want to say we have my brother here to give I guess like a male perspective on this topic. Um, and I do want to throw out a little 
is this a shameless plug moment when I say y'all? He is. He is. Before we get into it, I just want you to know he is available. <laughs> he is tall, got a good job, own house, own car, no kids. So I hope you all are just as excited to hear what he has to say today. But hey, Megan, the no kids part is a treasure. Y'all don't sleep on that. That's hard <laughs> to find. The older you get, it's damn near impossible. So y'all don't mm-hmm. sleep on that. I ain't going to tell his age, but my boy is well seasoned. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, uh, you know, yeah. So, ladies, I hope that has piqued some of your interest for our conversation today. But, Megan, go ahead and tell us what we're talking about. All right, y'all. So, today we are talking about struggle love. Um, this is a conversation that I think Jordan and I have been probably having for, I would say, the past year, and we wanted to bring it on here, but the timing needed to be right. Um, This came about, I would say, what, uh, probably a year ago. Jordan, like I said, um, when the news was hitting that Khloe Kardashian was, you know, back in cahoots with Tristan Thompson, and we started that conversation at that point and was like, you know, why do women always feel like they have to be on board for this struggle of like you went through this whole show um, of showing how distraught you were for what he allegedly did. And now you're right back with them, you know? So we wanted to talk about that, about what is struggle of to you? Why do you think people partake in it? Um, do you think people know better, et cetera? We're just kind of going to spitball this conversation for y'all and just see where it takes us. But um, we felt it was needed. Y'all ain't got nothing to say. Thank you, Megan. So, (laughs) I mean, I guess the first thing is, what is it? What is it? What is struggle love? What do you think? Everybody share their definition. Struggle love. (laughs) What you think, Dice? So there's there's two things. I'll go. Well, I will stop. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Just cut you off. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess it's me then. Y'all, this is not organized, but that's okay. This is definitely off the cuff for you guys. Um, So what I think struggle struggle love is, is basically to me when someone, it could be male or female, but I feel like it happens way more often with females. When someone is in a relationship that just is not good for them, but they stay because they feel like they don't have any other choice or they're afraid to end it because they don't think they're going to find anybody else. I think it's really common, especially in women who are like, 25 plus um, to get into these kind of relationships because they feel like they're running out of time or, you know, nobody's going to want them or whatever. There's all kinds of reasons, but I just, I found that people tend to stay strictly because low key is like desperation. It's like, who else am I going to be with? Who else is going to want me? Whatever. I might as well just deal with what I got sort of mentality instead of like understanding that they deserve better than that. So that's my definition. Justin? I, I kind of agree with what Candice was saying about the definition of struggle of. Now, I don't really have my own, I guess, definition. Uh, most times when I hear people say struggle of, I guess it's more about the the act of being in a relationship, two people kind of working together, going through the process. It's how I picture it. You know, uh, people learning more about each other. Uh, maybe finding out that may that may not be, you know, who they thought they were getting when they jumped into the relationship. So that's my, I guess, understanding once y'all bring up the term struggle love, but I never really thought of it as a, like a, a topic, right? It was just, you see, you're going to go, damn, you know, 
she going through it over there. <laughs> they going through it over there, right? So, you know, God bless them. And I think that's interesting that Justin, as a male, can say that he never thought of it as a topic um, because it's something that's real for women. Um, and so I guess my question is, and maybe you kind of answered it, but do men not identify their own relationship sometime as a struggle? Like, even if it's like the the woman that's putting them through something or if it's them putting it through it, do they not sit back sometimes and say like, man, wow, like there's some struggle ass love right here. <laughs> like, like we really, um, I mean, but yeah, ultimately everybody, if you're not getting what you want out of what that relationship is, you know, you're going to find it as a struggle, right? Because you feel like you should be getting some type of personal or social or emotional type of fulfillment out of it. And so the whole struggle of trying to figure out what you can get or how you go about getting it or the whole finding that process is a struggle. So yeah, guys do talk about it saying like, you know, she ain't acting right. You know, or she ain't. She acting ain't. right. She ain't. Well, I ain't going to say like. Uh, we won't get on that today. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I want him to keep it real. I want to know what they be saying. What you know, just saying, like you know, just oh, old girl, you know, we trying to, you know, we trying to do this, and I took it there, and she kind of went left, or she switched up on me. You know, I had this whole, you know. Well, one thing I want to point out is it's hard to say we're trying to do something, and then I took her there, and she did this because. Were you really taking her a place where, and I'm not saying like you as in you, I'm just saying that as, you know, subjective or whatever. Is it really the guy taking the female to a level in the relationship that both parties envisioned on or that one party envisioned on? Well, so I guess the example that I was given or what I was referencing was more like events, right? You know, kind of milestones to kind of signify how the relationship is progressing, gotcha. right? Gotcha. And you get to that milestone, like, oh, I was taking her out for a birthday and I thought this was going to be nice. Or, you know, uh, I guess a everyday example is like, you know, I got to go to work and, you know, I'm relying on her to do this for me. And, you know, we talked about it or I gave her, you know, a, uh, you know, I told her that, hey, I got to, you know, I got, some, I got this, uh, uh, you know, I got to go to work or, you know, X, Y, Z and, you know, I'm relying on her to, you know, step up and she didn't do it, you know, so. Okay. It's not the best example, but you. We here, we, we, we on the, the, the curtails of something. Yeah. We'll, we'll dig deeper in a minute, guys. <laughs> Megan. Well, what do you think? Oh, you want me to? Okay. Um. So, I mean, for me, I think Dice did a good job of explaining it, but for me, like, I've always envisioned struggle love is just like people who, for whatever reason, feel like all of that turmoil and arguing and upset and cheating is like supposed to happen. Like, believe it or not, I feel like there are people out there who don't think that a relationship is normal unless there's like a bunch of mess going on. You know, they feel like up and downs means, um, but cheating and lying, you know, versus I feel like ups and downs means, you know, learning how to communicate maybe, or, you know, growing and learning how to adjust to the way your partner has grown. Like I've never in my life envisioned ups and downs as, oh, you know, sometimes people go and cheat and they go and scheme and they go and lie. And so I think it, that's kind of what it is to me. And so with the, with the inspiration, it was interesting because it was like, well, dang, do that girl think that this is what, 
relationships are about. Like she think, oh yeah, I got to stay with this man because this is what true love is built on. You know, this forgiving of the cheating multiple times. Um, and that's kind of my definition mm-hmm. of it. That's, that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't know. I, I feel like the bigger question is like, and I mean, Dice kind of touched on this a little bit, but I feel like the bigger question almost is like, why do people think that they have to do that? Like, do they genuinely think that they're not going to find anyone? Is it fear? Like, what is it? I feel like this is where I'll step in, you know, as the unattached one on the group. Um, it, today, like dating has changed. I think we can all agree that dating has changed a lot. And so, yes, like I think a lot of people, especially the younger generation, feel like, well, one, this is just a part of the dating game is that if you get with somebody, um, both of y'all are going to be out there entertaining other people. Like there's no type of, um, I can't think of the word right now, but there's just, there's just no type of loyalty. Really. That's the only thing that's coming to mind. There's no type of loyalty or like faithfulness in the relationship. Like if, if I'm young and honestly with the examples of marriage that most young people like look up to these days, not to throw my girl out there, but like Cardi being offset, I don't know what's going on with that. But all I do know is that they were married, he cheated, and they still together and don't want nobody in their business, even though they're a public celebrity couple and their entire relationship is public, you know? Um, and so people these days just have a hard time realizing that if you make a vow to somebody, like to marry them and especially, well, especially to marry them, but even if you come to an agreement and you decide that you're going to be in a relationship, an exclusive relationship with someone, it's exclusive. You know what I'm saying? And you all have an agreement. And exclusivity is a part of the agreement. And if somebody breaks that, you can deal. It's time to go. Like you you should go because that person is either working through some things that you can't help them through or you're not the right one and they're not the right one. Like it's just, it's not the time for y'all or ever will it ever be the time for y'all. And so I just think people don't realize that with today's like society or like with today's dating culture, it's not conducive towards the mentality that two people are supposed to be together and it's just supposed to be them too. Like today's society tells you that, okay, yeah, you can have one person that's your main, but that doesn't stop you from having, you know, two to three sides. And you'll be stupid if you don't, because trust and believe they out there making you look stupid and they're doing their own thing, you know? Um, And so that just really sucks. (laughs) I was thinking about that man who, I don't know if y'all have seen it, but Dice sent us this link to a series of stories about this trash ass man who's had like, what like 12 fiancés at this point like or maybe eight I don't know but they're in a rotation and when I say he been busy he been busy okay it was good it was it was some good tea I ain't had that you know, in a minute this gonna sound bad but I'm just gonna say it anyway that was some real good white people drama and I say that with Agreed. you know respectfully Agreed. because I feel like it's usually maybe because I'm black I just notice the black stuff more. But I feel like it's usually like the black messiness that makes it public um, and mainstream. I feel like we rarely hear about like messy white people stories. So I was very happy to hear about that story. Y'all it was hilarious. I would I, you know I don't have the names, but if I remember some stuff, we'll I'm put about it in to say, the description box. If I knew their names, boy, <laughs> I would be y'all telling y'all right now. Up. 
because I know there's some YouTube videos. There's definitely some TikTok videos. Anyways, it, that was struggle love if I ever did see it. And I was, I don't even know what to call it. That was like struggle love on steroids. It, it was, was just like, good insane. old fashioned, like soap opera drama, if you ask me. <laughs> like, it's like every day of the week you find out what he's with her too. Like, I mean, yeah, it just it was, was real messy. It was unreal. It was good though. I, hey, I was here for it. Um, and the fact that, that, wait, what? I said, I must have missed that. Yes, I'm you missed that sometimes. Oh, I mean, I be it's still to on the internet. Too. Okay, I'm going to go look it up. Yeah. I don't know where you be at. Mm-mm. But the fact, that, <laughs> the fact that this is white people kind of like negates the question I wanted to throw in here to maybe throw us off and make us think like deeper. Do you think, like obviously we're coming from a perspective of black women, right? Um do you think that this whole struggle of thing with like continuing to like take men back, take men back or stick around through whatever, do you think that this is limited to like dealing with black men? Like, do you think this is a black culture thing or do you think this is all men? Like, what do you think? Um, I think it's, it's really across the board. I think we only know about black men because that's just who we have clearly dealt with for the most part. Um, I just feel like, we don't hear enough about the other races because we might not be interacting with them. But I do know like a few people, we're not like close friends or nothing, but a few people who've dated like outside of their race and they have expressed similar issues or whatever. So I just kind of think it's just, it's just what it is. Let me ask this is, is struggle of more of a societal thing more than it is kind of a, uh, I guess, a ethnic group uh, or an issue like so you I mean guess, like across the generations well not necessarily across the, across the generations but you know like the fact that the way that we I, I guess we get exposed to it or we see it more often kind of due to like social media and stuff like that whereas maybe you know other you know with like farmers right people who are traditionally just kind of focused on like you know farm and and kind of more of a secluded mm-hmm. lifestyle do you mm-hmm. think they go through stuff like that or they just kind of don't complain they have their own drama and they just roll on about it and just say it's a part of life and keep going but those that are kind of more engaged or more you know urban areas or more you know uh, those on social media we see it more often we talk about it and you know i get what you're saying Um, I definitely think social media plays a part, right? And so I think that the more access that you have to options, as people would call it, or like exposure to other types of like beauty, in air quotes again, um, then yes, that kind of increases your your pond. You know what I'm saying? Like how they'll say like, we're all fishes in a pond or there's more fish in the pond where that one came from. So that definitely increases, you know, the size of your pond. Whereas if you are somebody who lives a more secluded or rural lifestyle, all you know is what's in your city limits, you know? Um, and also too, all you're exposed to is the kind of relationships that are in your city limits. So if you're seeing people who were kindergarten sweethearts, which I have definitely seen this happen before where people will date like since kindergarten and end up marrying and having like families and stuff like that. Then that's kind of the same practice that you're going to practice because that's all you see. Um, I also want to throw out, I think the issue or the reason why we have this issue, I think more in America can also be deduced down to like cultural aspects as well, because there are other cultures who believe the family is the base of everything. So you need like 
a partner to start your family. You need that like family unit and that base to build your life. That is considered a part of wealth is how many children you have from one person, not from multiple people. Um, but with your wife and everything that you're able to do and provide for your family. And so, um, yeah, I think just being in the American culture and us being more of like an individualistic society instead of like um, a collectivist society where we look out for each other. But, you know, over here, we're all about me, 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 what I can get for myself. Um, Yeah, like we're just always trying to get over on the next because you're afraid that someone's going to get over on you and you never really put yourself out there or make yourself vulnerable to build, I think, a um a fruitful fruitful connection with someone and we're starting to see that practice become even even more rare because now it's like social media doesn't encourage it anymore and you feel like well you don't you don't have to yeah i just wanted to add to what you said jordan um i think with social media in particular is like low-key the root of all evil <laughs> like, yeah low key. that and slavery social media and slavery <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But no, seriously, because I feel like dating on social media, like you said, you get so much more exposure and so much more visibility. And I think it gives a lot of people like it's kind of twofold. It's like some people look at it as, oh, well, I could have her, 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 him, him and him, which in reality, you can't have half them people. We're not going to get to that. Um, and then I think the flip side of it is when you do see relationships and on social media, they look like picture perfect, so to speak, right? And so people are like, oh, well, my relationship don't look like that. Oh, he ain't taking me to Cabo. Oh, we didn't do, you know what I'm saying? And so this like this comparison causes people to lose sight of what's really going on in their lives. And instead of them appreciating their relationships, they keep thinking that they're doing something wrong. It's not good enough because they're not doing A, B, and C like so-and-so on social media. Yeah. I just want to say um, that reminds me of the tweet that we saw Bow Wow post last week I think the shade room we posted it and I know I know y'all like why is she even bringing up Bow Wow but honestly like it just pissed me off because it's like okay Bow Wow like we really don't look to you for leadership and influence but literally this is what you're going to do but he said um why is it that all the baddest women I see on Instagram are from London and I was like Bow Wow what the like what the hell you know what I'm saying um, it, it was just so many things wrong with that statement first of all they all on Instagram meaning these women are not trying to talk to you they're not in your phone. They're not in your face. They're not in your immediate area. But then, too, to be like, oh, all the baddest women are for London. Bruh, shut up. Shut up. Because now all you're doing is um, shaping the mind of some <laughs> stupid, idiotic men who Let's think, see, oh, so I know London. That's so funny, yeah. in my opinion. And that's that's setting yourself up for struggle love, if you ask me. And I think as we get older, that's what I've come to accept, that like any man who does not appreciate the beauty that is in the black skin, especially if he is black, right? Like any black man that can't appreciate that and is always ranting and raving about how other races are better or more beautiful or whatever, that's self-hate. And I'm not going to ever enter anything with you because you don't love yourself, so you definitely can't love me. Like there's so many different avenues, in my opinion, to this whole struggle love thing. But I definitely feel like it starts from within um, and I've seen people say on social media, like, you know, if you think about it for some people, not for all people, this has been around for quite some time because, you know, we always say, well, marriages used to last longer, right? And people are quick to be like, oh, that's because the grandmas was was fine with like not addressing the fact that their husbands had like two outside families or whatever, but, you know, they would endure things that our generation maybe isn't willing to endure. Um 
I don't know. I feel like I have mixed reviews about that. Like, I think there are some people who have been married for like 40 years and are very happy. Like they've never, you know, had that kind of drama. Um, But then I think to some extent, you know, some people are right. Like there are a lot of people who they may have been married from 19 until death, but um, you know, what all did they put up with? What all did they tolerate? And so I think that what y'all were saying about like social media and comparison definitely plays a role. I don't know if I've ever said his name on here before so I'm not gonna start until I get permission but y'all know I tell y'all at least once every two weeks like my husband thinks shade room is the devil so <laughs> like he blames them for everything he thinks those people are the devil like he does not support it because he feels like it does nothing but just cause like drama and just stir stuff yeah. up all the time in people's lives I think that's their goal anyway but <laughs> nevertheless um, I wanted to touch on what you said, Jordan, I'm not Jordan, Megan, sorry, about the whole generational thing and how marriages used to last longer or seemingly last longer. And I think we have to, when you think about that, you have to think about the fact that the times were so different. And so back in the day, like for a woman to leave a man, you're taking a huge risk because women really weren't working like that or weren't making enough money if they were working to support themselves. And, you know, it wasn't uncommon to have like four or five, six kids then either. And so it's like you're just not in a position, unfortunately, to leave. Um, So I think that's a big part of why those women stayed for so long, because they didn't have the financial means to go anywhere. Um, I think with our generation, it's totally different. It's like women now have a good opportunity. I don't think we're at the same level as men yet (laughs) as far as finances, but we definitely have a much better shot than our, you know, great, great grandparents or whoever had. Um, But I think now women are more like, I don't really have to have a man for financial stability. Um, I'm not going to say that's the case everywhere because I've heard that varies per area (laughs) that you live in. Um, But I think overall, for the most part, women can kind of get their own and and live their own lives. And if a man is a part of it, then he is. And if he's not, then he's just not. And see, that's what's so crazy to me is like women, for the most part, can pursue something that allows them to stand on their own. Yet we are still seeing this trend of them choosing to put up with things that they don't have to put up with and so for me it's like I'm so lost because it's like all right 80 years ago like you said Dice you didn't have a choice you know what I'm saying like you needed that man to have food in your mouth but nowadays it's like I hate to keep bringing her up but it was the inspiration for the topic it's like I look at people who have all that money you know and all the means that Khloe Kardashian has and you still want him for like all that stuff he did, girl. You don't need him. If anything, you have more money than him. And you'll still want him. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm just trying to figure out the appeal. And this is probably where our clubhouse conversation will come into play. I hope somebody who like has been with their man through like five cheating situations gets on there because I just need to know from the perspective of a woman who has like put up with it. Like, what is the driving force? Why do you if he's not feeding you, why do you feel like you got to keep going back? That's that's what I need to know. Like, that's what I need from people. Well, yep. you know, I think... Jump on the Khloe Kardashian thing. So... The, it's... Oh, oh, yeah. Like, so... I'm sorry. It's chaos over here, guys. I was talking. I'm sorry. So, anyway, um, <laughs> in the words of the vice president... Excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Mr. Vice President. I was speaking. But anyway... um. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say... No, I forgot. Go ahead, Justin. About the Khloe Kardashian <laughs> thing. Let's jump on it. Like, do you think, like... 
Like, why is she saying with Tristan Thompson? What is, in your opinion, why she keeps saying with Tristan Thompson? I'll keep going back to Tristan. Well, she wants a man. I mean, yes. she yeah. wants a man. It's And I've told Dice and Jordan this before. Quite frankly, he's foolish as well. Because just as late as two weeks ago, I saw some little... I don't know, interviewed it, she did. She still refers to Lamar Odom as her soulmate. So Tristan's a fool anyway, because why are you with the woman who don't believe that you, like, the one that's really for her, but she's just with you? Anywho, but yeah, I mean, she wants a man. That's plain and simple. Because men just be wanting somebody to lay down next to at night. They just be wanting a warm body to be next to. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't always have to be an emotional or a love connection. And at the end of the day, he's not that dumb because I don't know how much money Tristan makes. I never paid him any attention in the league before he started dating Chloe. But I do kind of feel like he can stand the chance to make more money if he's attached to her name. He's, you know, he's more relevant by being attached to her name. Um, and so he's just kind of like, I'm gonna ride this cash cow till she tell me to get off. And even then I'm gonna still see how long I can go. <laughs> Not you know? the cash cow. <laughs> yeah. And so what I was going to say um, earlier was, I think the reason why Chloe still sticks around, like you said, is because she wants a man. But one of the common like ideologies that has always been around or that, yeah, that people have always said is that the woman is the one who wants the relationship. Like the woman is the one who needs a man. You know, it, it doesn't matter how successful she is or how successful she isn't. They always feel like her problems can't be solved by saying, well, girl, you need a man. You need a man. You need a man. And so I think for Chloe, she just kind of feels like one, he's the father of her child. So there's already some type of like underlying loyalty there that she, I feel like may not want to break. But for two, Maybe she is feeling like this is the best I can get or this is as good as it's going to get or that I need to make this work because I want my child to have a two parent household and I want to be able to have more children and da 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 Um, You know, I, I don't know all of the reasons that she could be feeling. Um, I, I, I do know that the feeling of stupid is clearly not one of them and it needs to be because clearly. I would not stick around for no more Tristan's mm-hmm. shit. I will um, give her a little bit it. of grace and say that she may be grieving like several different things in her life. Like I know their dad died unexpectedly. Um, Bruce abruptly changed into Caitlin and based on the coverage we were given kind of treated everyone except for Kylie and Kendall as if their feelings didn't matter because they were adults. Um, Lamar, you know, Nuff said that was the roller coaster, And then now this man. And so she may be like, I don't know. I think she has a very tainted view of like what love from a man perhaps is supposed to look like. Um, and she not only one, I mean, who else? I could think? Chrissy, Chrissy with Jim Jones. Lord, I want her to leave that man. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not knocking nobody. So I'm hoping not to offend any of our listeners, but the day I feel like I have to propose to a man is the day I need to pack my stuff and leave. Because if you can't be the man in the relationship and show that you want to take that final step with me, then there is no relationship. Like, and he still ain't married her. He still ain't married her. That man died tomorrow. She's not entitled to nothing. But she's still there. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird for me. I'm not I'm not making heads or tails of it. I was just it's a different kind see, of stupid. I feel like that's also what happens when people stay in stuff for too long when you don't set time limits for your relationships, which sounds bad, but for real though, because when you saw that year two came around, year five came around, year 10 came around, like 
at that point, you're clearly cool with the situation. Like, that's how I feel. Because I know me, and I'm not giving you that kind of time. So if you haven't decided, you know, within that, like, three-year time span, which is very generous in my opinion, if you haven't decided, then I can't help you because I got to go. Nice don't be playing. (laughs) (laughs) At all. Like, I I will say it loud and say it proud. I gave my own husband an (laughs) ultimatum. I do not care. Because I have just seen it happen too many times where women sit around in these relationships just waiting, waiting for that man to drop that ring. <laughs> He's not going to do it. You know, and I'm not saying like, I don't, I didn't want to have to give an ultimatum, but I just felt like I was left with no choice, you know, because how many hints I got to give. And so I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, either we doing this, you know, or we I'm not blaming. like, that's it. And it's so I think that's how, here. that's how you end up being a Chrissy. You know, like you just, you get stuck and then it's before you know it, you're 40 years old and you're like, oh shit, like we ain't married yet. No, y'all ain't going to get married. <laughs> That's done. Been dating since the 1999s and the 2000s and still ain't got <laughs> no ring. Don't make no Shoot. doggone sense. I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to let like Jordan and Justin say their piece. When I got married, my mother-in-law, she's so funny. She said after all the dust settled, she was like, well, you know, I'm happy for y'all. Y'all done tied and not. It's official. You know, God's going to bless you and everything. And she was like, but most importantly, she was like, not wishing nothing bad on him. But if anything ever happened to your husband, she was like, at least you know on the funeral program, you ain't going to be listed as no special friend. And I holler because that is what older <laughs> people do when they've been with each other for forever, but he ain't never married you. You on that program is a special friend. And I was like, oh, I'd be damned if I'd be somebody's special friend on any program. Uh-uh. Nope. Not happening to me. So just take that, ladies who are listening, who are putting up with the struggle of, do you want to be listed as the wife or you want to be listed as the special friend? Um, Well, I had a question for Justin and I was going to ask him, you know, for men, from the male perspective, if you were dating a woman for about three years um, and y'all were both, you know, late 20s to early 30s, you've got your career trajectory on track, y'all are doing good, things are going good in the relationship, and you're ready to be married, but she's not giving the signs as if she's ready to be married. How long would you stick around after, you know, like those three years um, until until you just decided to move along and, and go put your time somewhere else? Oh, man, uh, probably not that long, right? You know, three years careers on track. I'm probably just gonna not waste all my time. I mean, time is the most precious commodity that anybody has, right? So why, you know, why waste it on something that isn't gonna be fruitful? So, and I guess as a man, right? Just you know, I can take my you know fishing rod and fishing pole somewhere else. I know I catch something better. But 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 why is it as a man? Why did that prepositional well, a, phrase have that's, to? That's the analogy that I that I wanted to use, right? Are the best analogy. <laughs> it that was I a really interesting about. choice. But I'm gonna leave that alone. Yes, as a can. man, I can I mean, take my fishing rod somewhere else. I mean, like, find better. I mean, so but my thing is like, all right. So if we were dating for 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 three years, right, and everything was going fine, everything was going good, and you know, if I wanted to take it to the next stage and I talked to her about it and she wasn't necessarily showing the signs of moving to that next step in the relationship, you know, I then I become, I guess, I guess Chrissy, right. In the situation mm-hmm. to where, you know, Hey man, I'm trying, you know, she's 
I think she she's checking all the boxes right. She's you know she's uh you know she's scratching my itch that I'm that I'm looking for, but yet she's not ready to make this a permanent thing. So obviously you know maybe she's not looking at it the same way I'm looking at it. I mean I'm not going to waste my time and just sit there and say like all right well you know I already done I have to chalk up the past three years because I now invested mm-hmm. my time in something that isn't going to you know you know uh you know provide I guess or Give you the outcome that you're looking for. Yeah, the outcome that I'm looking for. And, you know, I'm going to go somewhere else. Maybe maybe she'll come back. You know, maybe she'll sit there and, you know, me leaving will give her or... More of an incentive to do what you want to do. Yeah, or the catalyst to think about, you know, the options. Maybe she just got too comfortable with the situation, right? Now, let me ask you this, because we've seen this before. A man will waste your life for three years, however they do. And then the next one that they meet, like the month after they leave you for whatever reason, be to marry that woman or had a baby from or had uh, got her pregnant or something like that. Within the next four, five months, got a ring on her finger. What is that about? I, I can't explain that on behalf because I feel like each situation is different. Right. But it's just a trend. A trend. Um, but I don't know what the, the situation so Justin, is. As men, do you feel like, you know, from like the get-go whether or not a woman is going to be like the woman you would marry like just in general like do you feel like y'all know that so and speak from your heart (laughs) from a personal standpoint right you know i feel like for me if i meet a when i meet a woman i start talking to her and you know even just based off the first i guess interaction you know I can say, like, all right, yeah, this this one is actually worth, you know, this is somebody worth spending time with and investing time with, you know. The more time, you know, you, the more time that I spent with, I guess I'm, I'm thinking about a specific, you know, uh, relationship now. You know, things were looking to like, yo, this, you know, she could be the one. Uh, and I could see a future with her. It's just that, you know, you people grow know are you getting into a situation that you were like oh shit you know i didn't i didn't expect this type of emotional type of response maybe i'm not ready for it i got some growing that i need to do and that could change like everything that uh you know the whole perspective or the whole outlook on you know your vision that you have with that person and you know i don't think that's like you wrong for that you know people change you know people go through life life is all about coming into new experience and and growing uh it's just again it is it's unfortunate that everybody wasted that time or wasted three years or wasted nine months or wasted a month or wasted 45 minutes you know wasted 40 years 20 years it's unfortunate that you know the time is wasted but chalk it up to a learning experience what is well i guess it's a progression right hopefully you can learn it in nine months instead of having to take take 10 years to learn that right yeah some people it's hard to learn slow to learn well some people are just hard. (laughs) some people learn by reputation reputation got to go through it 15 times Mm -hmm. some people can look at somebody else (laughs) what i noticed though is some people are just doing the same thing over and over again you know the whole like insanity thing and expecting a different result and so it's like at some point you as an individual have to look at your pattern 
You know what I'm saying? Like you have to realize like, okay, I keep dating the same type of woman or the same type of man or whatever the case may be. And it's like, you have to sit down and identify that. And I think sometimes people are too like hard up to be in a relationship when they don't really know themselves. And so it's like, you haven't sat down and thought about what it is that you're bringing to the table, what it is that you need to work on, what your flaws in the relationship are. You haven't thought about any of that because you're so hard focused on, I got to have somebody to be with me. Right. And so like with me, I was always the single friend. I tell people that all the time. I was never that girl that always had a man. And so I had a very long time (laughs) to kind of figure myself out because I spent most of my time in my twenties being single. And so it was like, by the time, you know, my now husband came along, I was in a different position and a different mindset. And I was like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with that. This is what I want. Like I knew exactly what I was looking for and what I was willing and not willing to tolerate. And I think if more people would take time to do that, then maybe they wouldn't end up in these struggle love situations. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Yeah, um, and I'm glad that you further explained what you meant by bringing to the table, because I think oftentimes people think that bringing something to the table is tangible. It's material things like the job I bring. What can I buy her? What can I give him? You know, like what my hair looking like. I keep my nails done, my body right, stuff like that. And it's more than that. It's definitely you on an interpersonal level, what you know about yourself and what you can then share of yourself with somebody else to help build them and what you're looking to receive from somebody else so that they can help build you and y'all can build together. Um, And that I feel like that's the phase I'm going through right now. I remember Megan making this comment to me like a few months ago, but you know, you were just saying how you've seen me do like a lot of work on myself personally and like really, you know, learn who I am as a person, what my temperament is, how I handle conflicts um, and how I address situations in my life. And therefore what I'm looking at somebody else, I want to see how they handle conflict, how they learn, um, how they do self-reflection. That's a big thing for me. And what I've seen is that a lot of people, 
that I've dealt with on a, you know, romantic relationship do not have the ability to do self-reflection. You know, honestly, even friends that we've dealt with don't have the ability to do self-reflection. That is a lost practice. It's always somebody else's fault, what somebody else is doing to me, but never, okay, well, what could I have done to de-escalate the situation? Or did I interpret how this person addressed me in this situation correctly? You know, conflict resolution, what should I, what should I do? Um, so yeah, so you know, it, it's just relationships. I think encompass a lot. It encompasses a lot more than just like I think the part that people fixate around, which is the you know me and my bay and stuff like that. Like you really got to do work on yourself so that one you don't end up in a useless relationship or in a struggle love situation. But then two, so that you don't turn a good situation into a struggle love situation. Like you need to be able to identify the fact that you have uh you know, an amazing partner or that you have someone who's, who's workable and buildable. They may not be perfect, but they're still a good, a good person. And you also got to know when to just throw in the towel, like the old people say, throw in the towel, the T-I-L-E, throw in that towel yeah. and let it go. I agree with that. And I think, I know for me, I just would like to see like women as a whole, um, obviously specifically black women, like, cause we're black, but I would like to see women as a whole, just like, you know, like I was saying, do your self-reflection, look at yourself and figure out what it is that you need or that you don't need to change by yourself. Um, you know, look at what you want from a relationship, you know, also because people want different things. Um, everybody's not looking for the same thing. But also when it comes to just struggle of in general, I would like to see women just like take a step back. Remember to like honor yourself and recognize what you deserve and don't be afraid to step away if somebody, you know, very clearly is not going to give it to you. They always talk about how, oh, look at Cassie, you know, she was with Diddy all that time and then she left and look how quickly she got that man in this beautiful family. Um, and I think that unfortunately, a lot of women, especially black women, they get very afraid to step away from what they know because they it's always the unknown that scares people. And so I would just like to see people in general kind of like take that step back, reflect, think about what you deserve and then don't be afraid to go for it, you know? And I obviously I can't relate like, but I can imagine it, it would be hard to leave a like 10 year, whatever year relationship. Um, but I think sometimes you just have to choose yourself. And I think that as black women, we historically have put everyone else above ourselves and I think that's why so many of us find ourselves kind of in that struggle love um, cycle, because you're always thinking about what you can do for someone else, but you're never like quite putting yourself first. And I have always said, you know, I like her. She may not be like top notch on the vocals, but I have always admired Sierra because she didn't care how deep in she was in the relationship. If the man showed that he was trash she was gone and now look at what she got and so you know I, I don't know I feel like you know people just need to take some notes and recognize your self-worth and uh all will be well that's kind of my viewpoint on it um yes. and don't be afraid to, I agree, I'm all about black love self-worth is important but don't be afraid to date outside your race as well yeah whatever works but I think the key yeah. message here is it starts with you <laughs> Okay, so you have yeah, to kind of sure. have yourself together before you start pursuing somebody else. And I think people just take that way too lightly. Um, so I think it's really important that you take that time, like I said earlier, to really like say, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I don't want before you start em embarking on a relationship.
Well, thank you so much, ladies. I think we provided a really good conversation and discussion on that topic today. Thank you so much to our special guest, Justin, but you are not done. We're going to keep going as we slide into this Not Your Average News <laughs> for the past two weeks. So um, the first thing to start out with, uh, unfortunately, we had the passing of a legend at the beginning of, um, well, it was actually at the end of January, I believe, right? Or at the beginning of February, but Cicely Tyson did pass away. Um, and that shocked a lot of people. Um, I think a lot of people were hurt by that, but I will say, I feel like she had a, a life well lived. So definitely one of the greats and, um, we were sad to see her, her go. Um, yeah. I also want to say I saw a meme that was like really perfect about it. And they were like, you know, yes, it's sad that she passed away, but let's remember to give people their roses while they're, while they are alive. And they were like, at least she got her roses in her lifetime instead of people waiting until she passed away to say, Oh, she was this and she was that. Absolutely. Like she definitely got the recognition that she deserved early mm-hmm. on. Definitely. Definitely. So that's it. I yep. have to agree. And, you know, speaking of one of the greatest African-Americans of all time, uh, this is Black History Month. So this is the month that we honor all Black Americans and all the amazing Black people who have added to, um, you know, just African-American advancement in America. So that is one of our topics. Yes, it is Black History Month on the Not Your Average Black Girl podcast. Um, okay, so the next topic, speaking of just Black people doing great things, uh, Ja Rule graduates from Harvard, business school, online certificate program. Okay. So out to our man Ja Rule, got a whole degree from Harvard. I um I need to get a degree from Harvard because everybody got one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let me enroll. Shoot. Seems to be getting easier. I don't Ain't know if that's good or bad late. for them. Never too late. Yeah, got to say about this bro yeah i'm sure i'm sure he has a lot to say you already know he about to drag him (laughs) Mm -hmm. um speaking of dragging so aaron carter and lamar odom have been announced as the march celebrity boxing match participants um so that should be interesting i I think it's weird when they match these people up because by no means like lamar odom is like seven feet correct me if i'm wrong but close to it and then Aaron Carter, I don't know, but I feel like he's probably around my height, like five seven. I won't so, be watching. I'm just yeah. throwing it out there. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> I did see where Aaron Carter said um he could prepare because he used to have the street fight back in the day. I was like, boy, five. <laughs> that boy there. I don't know what be going on with him at all. On them drugs, man. <laughs> yes, yes, both of them, right? Weren't they both? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that should be interesting. Um, and also, too, I know, like, um, Floyd Mayweather ooh, was saying that he wanted to fight 50 Cent as well. So I would be willing to watch that because I feel like the size and the skill. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like 50 going to lose. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I feel like he going to lose up that a good fight. fight. I definitely feel like he would put up a good fight just yeah, off, like, the size alone. 50 just going to pull out that gun and be done. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> what it's going to be. <laughs> I ain't gonna pay to watch it though. I watch it if it's free. I didn't realize that the one between um Jake and Nate was paid. I was over there watching it at somebody else's house and I was like, wait, y'all paid for this? But mm-hmm. it was good nonetheless. RIP to Nate Robinson, man. We lost some good brothers. Oh, don't even do that. Don't we do lost that. Some good <laughs> okay. Um, so moving on to the next one. So did y'all ever see or hear about the black woman who was attacked outside of that Harlem liquor store yes. um, last month? Yeah. So one of the suspects has been apprehended. 
Um, so I was excited to hear about that. I can't yeah, wait to yeah. catch the rest of those scumbags. I heard about this. Yeah, so this black woman, um, I don't I don't know her name and I wouldn't even put her business out there, but this black woman in Harlem had gone to a liquor store after work one day. Like this happened back in January, so last month. And there were some men outside, like standing there kind of like, you know, badgering her, cat calling and stuff like that. And one of them or the group asked if they could buy her um, wine because she was going in the liquor store to get some wine. And she was like, no, no, thank you. Like, you don't have to buy my stuff. And when she walked out, they beat her up. Like one tried to bite her eye out. Like he, she has marks around her eye where he tried to bite her eye out. Like they beat, they jumped her. And it was like four or five of them. What? And what was the race of these individuals? Y'all know? Black. Everybody was black, unfortunately. Shame. Even worse. Jesus. Okay. And for what purpose did that serve? None. I'm so lost. None. I hope they go to jail forever. uh, Because their little pride was hurt. And it shouldn't have even been hurt. No, See, and no. this is exactly why, this is a side note, but this is exactly why women be afraid to say no to men that approach them because of stupid stuff like that, because, you know, some men cannot handle rejection. So I, I cannot tell y'all how many times I've seen this on social media and with my personal group of friends where they'd be like, oh, I gave him, you know, a Google voice number because I didn't want, like, you know, like you just don't want the drama because you don't know how somebody's going to react. And I remember when, and I was in my early 20s, I was in the club and this guy, you know, approached me. I was not interested and I wasn't the type to be rude about it. I was just like, oh, no, thank you, whatever. And he was like, what's your problem? So I was like, I, I ain't got no problem. I, I just don't want to take it there with you. Anyways, everybody is just not able to handle rejection well. So that's a whole nother issue. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. I hate that. Yeah. All right. So the next piece of news is uh, Chloe Bailey received backlash for owning her sexuality on her new social media um, Instagram page. I don't know. I, I'm going to say she's probably had it for about two weeks now. Seems like she's had it forever. Homegirl really just slid in and assimilated to the um, Instagram culture. But uh, she she did fake. Well, I know Megan is going to have all the tea on this. because Well, she's no, I was going to say, state. see, they had Finsta's already so it wasn't like oh my gosh i finally got my own instagram like they already had them that's all i was gonna say oh okay (laughs) so um well anyway so she was on social media crying and um if y'all made chloe bailey cry meanwhile trey songs leaked that video actually he may not have leaked it but that video of trey songs leaked this week and if you were on there making Chloe Bailey cry, but up underneath Trey Song's page with the hard eyes, you need to check yourself. You need to do some self-reflection. because You are a part of the problem. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that I saw this tweet where, because y'all not be on Twitter. Um, and it's really unfortunate. And like, I am putting this on us, like us as black people, because we need to own it and work on like uplifting each other. You know, anytime like they did to Meg Thee Stallion talking about, oh, her body isn't as good as she thinks it is. They do it to Lizzo every time. Um, And then now Chloe Bailey, it's like anytime a black woman wants to show that she's confident and just the way she is, y'all have a problem with it. But when it's someone who doesn't have confidence, it was like, oh, I never really think I look that good. Y'all are fine if y'all are the one in the comments boosting them up. But it's like when they take ownership and they're like, okay, I'm finally good with who I am. It's all of these problems. And I was like, you know what? We as black people have to fix that because y'all have to stop coming for people 
based on what your opinion of their body and their behavior is. Like, mind your business and worry about yourself. And I I really hated that because, you know, like, you can just tell when people have good spirits, even when you don't know them, you know what I mean? And I just was like, when I saw that, I was like, dang, I know she not new to Instagram, but she might want to get up off of here before these people try to kill her (laughs) spirit because I just would hate to see that die down. Um, because of all the hate that she's getting and it hasn't happened to Hallie yet but it's coming because she be you know posting her little videos that she working on her body um and everything and I just I, I don't know I just wanted to say that like if you are listening to this and you find yourself being one of those people that like critiques you know our black women's bodies in the comments you're nasty like stop doing that because that, that you just spewing oh, hate for no reason I think people need to also stop assuming again, I thought we we were past this, but I guess not, but people need to stop assuming that when somebody dresses a certain way that they are a certain way, like they really need to stop tying those two together because you can be fully clothed and be out here in the streets. (laughs) Okay. Like it really has nothing. There's no correlation between the way you dress and also, you know, the way you behave there's not really a correlation there some people just dress sexy because that's how they like to dress some people dress modest because that's how they like to dress that does not mean that you you know ain't out here doing stuff that you probably ain't got no business doing <laughs> i mean you live your life but we just need to stop feeling so quick to pass judgment because of somebody presenting themselves a certain way i think justin wanted to say something yeah um, when is the little mermaid coming out because that's when Haley's going to get all the negative i guess negative i guess uh <laughs> well she's in london it right now yeah so probably 2022 i would assume i mean i don't know man they know they could have had that together for 2021 we've known about this for a while i'm ready to see <laughs> jordan with the critique she's like i didn't know they could have sped that up <laughs> And then, I ain't critiquing. I'm just saying I want it now. <laughs> and then I we didn't think I didn't think about this till just now with Trey Songs. And so with his situation, I'm like, this man got assault cases. He got all kind of weird stuff that he's been, you know, accused of doing, and you know, some R. Kelly type stuff, low key. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, y'all up here going crazy because of a pic of his, you know what, a video of his, you know what, is out here, you know, yeah, on the internet. Say, I'm like. I'm like, y'all are are willing to ignore (laughs) all of these things that went wrong or whatever with him because y'all saw what his stuff looked like. Like, again, like we said, you need to kind of analyze yourself and figure out what's going on with you mentally because we we too often give men a pass that we do not give women. And so if, if a woman was out here and a video leaked of her, a celebrity video, Y'all already know the response would have been totally different. Oh, she would have been doing an interview about how embarrassed she was and about how she plans to, <laughs> mm-hmm. because that's what they do to women. Like when something mm-hmm. leaks of women, it's a tragedy. You know, it's mm-hmm. this big like 2020 story with Diane, what's her name? <laughs> but, you know, with men, it's like, and eh, you know, okay. Like we saw, we saw the tweets, good mornings to Trey Songs and Trey Songs. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I mean, the proof is, is in the pudding, as they say. Yeah, like he legit posted and said, this why I walk with a limp. And I'm like, so you claim in the video? Like, okay, like, you're proud. Yeah, so there's speculation that it wasn't his, but that he was going to ride this wave because he has new music coming out. I don't know. I That's don't know. tacky. That's yeah. tacky is what that is. And yeah. I expected better of someone who's been in the game as long as Trey Songs. Like, I don't 
you don't now. you don't have to resort. But I feel like <laughs> your name at this point and your fans are so loyal. Like he can sing, he's talented. I feel like if people I'm not talking like about Trey- his music, I just feel like with Trey songs as a as the individual has already kind of shown us who he is. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, that's very true as well. But you know, people. Fans are not loyal, like we just talked about, if it's like a female artist or if it's a male artist, unless it's Beyonce, but that's different. So it's kind of like his fans ain't going nowhere. Same thing with Chris Brown's fans. It caused a complete divide when he and Rihanna went through this situation. And when he continued to have incidents, his fans were loyal and right there for him. Shoot. Because he's a man and they get a pass. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I really don't think he would have had to have resorted to this just to get some notice and attention because he's got new music coming out he very well could have just posted his little flyer said new music next month and people would have well, been just know, as ready in hollywood the whole saying is like no publicity is bad publicity so they don't care unless you're a woman i, <laughs> so I think that's the part right. that needs to yeah yeah you mm-hmm. can add that in but yeah mm-hmm. they, i guess more than likely whoever his publicist was was like whether it's your you know wiener or not you go ahead and ride the wave <laughs> like you know and that's most likely how that conversation went i can no I agree, Dice. I can totally see like someone who works in Hollywood saying, look, I don't know if this is your video. I don't care if this is your video. You're about to ride this wave because you know that music dropping in however many weeks. I can totally see that happening. Shoot. You know what? For all we know, he might have leaked it himself and caused the controversy because you know they like to do stuff like that. (laughs) That's so true. All right, y'all, now we're going to talk about what happened with GameStop. Um, we've got maybe a resident expert on here. Justin, would you like to explain to us what happened with GameStop and Robinhood over the past few weeks? Man, everybody missed out on the good wave. That's all I got. Everybody missed out on the good wave on that. Um, I missed out, too. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. What uh, happened? Well, so, like, I was uh, kind of explaining earlier. So uh, a, a group of guys, or a Reddit thread, kind of caught wind that some hedge fund managers were uh, about the short GameStop. And for a lot of people who don't know what shorting is, I can kind of give like a kind of just a layman's terms. But that's when you borrow like shares of a company from shareholders and uh, sell it at one price and expecting for the price to drop so you can buy it back and kind of keep the uh, the difference that you that you made from the sales and you know what you paid for and then give those shares back to the original share owners well those guys on reddit they caught wind of you know a couple of hedge fund managers you know attempting to short GameStop, and uh they decided to fight back they they kind of rallied everybody on that reddit thread to go out there and buy GameStop stock while it was pretty low and uh shot the price up shot the price up to around 300 dollars, and then caused a commotion on, you know, Wall Street and mm-hmm. in the courts that this shouldn't be fair. Whereas, you know, guys on Wall Street and, you know, uh, hedge fund managers been doing that to to people their whole lives. So, you know, it was kind of messed up that Robin Hood kind of prevented people from buying stock uh, with their apps or limiting how many you can go buy. Uh, one of the unique things about Robinhood as an app was that it allow you to, you know, uh, They'll kind of front you the money to buy, you know, uh, to buy stocks. So say you wanted to deposit, like you had a Robinhood account and you put $100 in there and uh, you saw some stocks that you wanted to buy that day. Well, the transaction would take roughly, what, three to five days to actually make it from your account to them. Well, they would actually front you that money so you can go out there into the actual stock market and start buying stocks. 
And so what they ended up doing is that they stopped that, which prevented a lot of people from taking advantage of the GameStop, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, GameStop, uh, uh, you know, shares and, and buying in. And then on top of that, they limited the number of shares that you could buy at one time. So you can only buy in shares of 10. So uh, and then it had to be how much money you had in that account and your actual Robin Hood account and not that quick cash that they have. So it kind of messed it up for a lot of people who disrupted their whole investment schemes, which uh, was uh, well enough to allow the prices to drop down and at least some hedge fund managers to stop losing money. But I think a couple of them lost billions. Wow. So it was a good black eye to a couple of them, but uh, we'll see what happens after that. Wow. Kind of changed the game, man. Yeah. I think it's very ironic that it's like the little people had to pull a Robin Hood on Robin Hood, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, so I know they sued a couple of, uh, they, they did sue them, which uh, did force like Robin Hood to take off the, the restrictions. So you can go out there now and start buying like GameStop and AMC, but they did the same thing to like cryptocurrency because they had limit like Ethereum, Bitcoin, Dogcoin, uh, for a short time. You're talking a foreign language now. Everybody's I've heard of Bitcoin, but that's it. I've heard of Bitcoin, but that's it. He loves uh, cryptocurrency. Oh, well, I won't say it. I love crypto, I've been, but I've been Ooh, talking boy. to like friends and it's like weed for him is just. I've been talking so to friends about it. <laughs> at the same time. Yo, I mean, it, like it flushed away so badly. Like, like I had. We're not gonna understand. Okay. We, well, we, so we. like dog coin, for example, is like one cent last at the beginning what like three weeks ago right and then it jumped up to my bad jumped nice up to like thing. seven cents that's that's nice wrap, it up. wrap it up wrap it up uh, our listeners thank you so much yes, but I said, uh-uh. <laughs> if you would like to hear more <laughs> it's okay add him on instagram like dad right there oh it's okay we always get on our dad for telling us a whole bunch of nothing. i will say that the general consensus on twitter was that like the outrage of this was just essentially that they saw that poor people or regular people had an opportunity to get money and they snatched it away. And that's just what our country has, you know, continuously done. So I think this is very unfortunate. A lot of people are really angry about it. I didn't realize how many friends of mine like dabbled in that stuff until it happened. Um, But yeah, I I thought it was sad. I don't trade. I don't buy. That's a goal of mine one day, but um, I thought it was unfortunate. I was like, damn, see, y'all saw that regular people found a loophole it was like, well, we got to stop this. Can't let them get no money. It's sad, but we'll see what happens with it. What's um, What else yeah. going on, Jordan? The next one. So, uh, T.I. and Tiny. T.I. and Tiny. If you haven't heard about this, we won't go off into a long tangent because um, we just <laughs> set through one. But if you haven't <laughs> wow. heard about the T.I. and Tiny situation. Pride is hurt right there. Right? If you haven't heard about the T.I. and Tiny situation, then um, definitely go look it up because it's a lot of like back and forth when it comes to that. Um, but I'll just throw out some of the words that were mentioned. Sex trafficking has been brought up, although we can all agree that it wasn't. Um Seeking sex services by a third party has come up. Uh, Holding a gun to one's head has been brought up. Uh, The suspension of filming Family Hustle has been brought up. So it is a lot of drama over there at the Harris household. That show was still on? Girl, I ain't know either till I saw them say they had suspended the the film. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, Well, no, it's family and friends. 
it's family and friends hustle because I think and ooh, y'all, somebody's gonna have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Toya and Monica are on it as well because it's the family and friends hustle. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And the hustle <laughs> yeah. I don't think none of us knew the show was still on or any variation of the show was still on. Okay, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the things the things that Jordan mentioned are the things that they were allegedly doing um, or being accused of. Um, but, you know, the jury is still out. So. Yeah, they've gone silent for now. So, you know what that means? Usually a settlement is coming or they'll just... Um, Guilty. No, I'm just playing. Let me shut up. Yeah, or, you know, we they'll just pop back up, you know, in a few months from now, like nothing ever happened. And trust and believe they'll be welcomed back by audience and peers who will continue to condone the idea that nothing happened. So we'll see. Um, moving on to our next piece of news. I know y'all didn't know I could sing like that. Um, this is something that I did want to talk about. Um, former NFL player Chad Wheeler, who played for the Seattle Seahawks, uh, he was charged with assault after photos came out that he beat his girlfriend, who is a black woman, about two or three weeks ago, um, to the point to where she like was borderline unconscious. He thought she was dead. Um, she looked just horrible in the photos, like explicitly, explicitly graphic and just just really bad. Um, but anyway, the charges against him, he decided to respond and he pled not guilty to those charges. And he's really blaming it on insanity and just saying that he had a manic episode when all of this happened. So I know, you know, one of the common themes of our show is the things white people get to do when they white people. Um, so I am looking forward to see how, you know, this plays out, because if you saw the photos, if you hear the stories and see the police reports, I mean, girl was barely breathing and in fact she recounts that when she awoke from being unconscious and she was still in the house with him he looked at her and he said you're still alive he was shocked the girl was still breathing and I mean he just sounds like a monster so um the NFL did cut ties with him and he made this long statement and he was like you know I need to get help I've needed to get help and I just don't understand how if you know you have a problem you can go without treating it for so long and still think that you shouldn't be subjected to the repercussions of your actions that you do when you don't take medication for an issue you know you have. So um, we shall see. Who was the football player back in the day that they dragged so bad, the black guy, for like he like had beat Ray a girl Rice. or something? Ray Rice, Justin said? Ray mm-hmm. Rice. Yes. So I just wanted to talk about quickly the parallels. So with him, it was like World War Three. They was coming for that man's throat. There was no sort of, oh, mental illness. Oh, feel so bad for him. Oh, no. It was it was a wrap and over, over. Just no, there was no negotiating. Whereas with this man, I think it's really interesting that we immediately go to the, oh, I have mental mental illness, mental health problems, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying the man do or he don't. I just find it really kind of odd, you know, that all of a sudden after you beat your girlfriend to a pulp, now you got a mental illness. Whereas what was y'all doing before? Because I get the feeling this probably wasn't the first time. I don't know. But I'm just like, I'm not really convinced that you just all of a sudden got these mental health issues. That's all. Ray Rice, is that the one who didn't he like throw the girl out of the house naked? Is that him or was that a basketball player? I don't know. Uh, so I know Ray Rice was the one that beat up his girl in the elevator that they had the video of. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, that's what I was that. talking about. 
Okay. Well, I mean, we see this all the time, don't we? I mean, perfect example, lover, but we give people like Demi Lovato, like all the love in the world whenever she expresses that she relapses. But when Whitney Houston died, the first thing that was trending on Twitter was crack kills. So, I mean, we see this all the time, you know, the sympathy for, um, that is out there in the world for white people, unfortunately, for whatever reason, is not there for black people. And um, all I can say about this Chad Wheeler dude is he need be lucky that that girl family was not mine. Because, <laughs> who child might have been a couple of funerals, I'm telling you. like oof, I think it's not it's out disgusting. there for, I think it's not out there for black people, Megan, because the society expects it from us. That is their expectation. They expect for us to do drugs. They expect for us to fight. They expect for our men to beat us. All kind of like just ridiculous stereotypes that they assign to the black community. So that's why when it happens in our community, there's like, oh yeah, well, it's just another day, you know, in the hood for the black people. Like they just don't look at it as every black person doesn't (laughs) act that way or live that way. So that's my other side note. A good one. A good one. That's terrible. And keeping in. That's a good one. Terrible. Keeping in line with, uh, you know, white people just out here doing whatever they they please. Um, I don't know if y'all heard about this one. I actually came across this like a few days ago. But country star Morgan Wallen didn't know who he was. But he is mm-hmm. now facing repercussions after a video of him outside of his Nashville home leaked this week um, by some neighbors that he pissed off. But he was using the N-word <laughs> in his video. <laughs> And he wasn't talking about black people. He wasn't talking to black people. And I'm not trying to, by any means, like, you know, mitigate the 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 um, the issue. But basically, he had had a drunk night with some friends. And he's been, pinpoint right here, he's been controversial um, in his entire, like, career because he always has issues every time he gets drunk. Like, my boy knows how to party. And so um, he had been dropped off by like a, a, a Uber and he and some friends were going up the steps into his house. They were being loud. Neighbors were upset. So one neighbor decided to film him and he said something about make sure that in da 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 da. Like, but he was talking to a friend and he said something using the N word. Um, and so the neighbor obviously sent the video in. I don't know if they sent it into TMZ, but they was like, gotcha now, bitch. You know, they was tired of him coming home late, making all this. Um, I love and, it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And so, but ironically, y'all, so he's been suspended from his label, which I don't like that. I kind of feel like this is not this man's first, second or third strike. You know, like he's been controversial. So why is he just suspended from his label? He needs to be dropped. But he's been suspended from his label. They've stopped playing his music on the radio. Like country music has basically disassociated themselves from him. And he's been denounced by his peers. They have come out and um, like radio uh, personalities like Bobby Bones, who is a very big radio personality and other country music like stars. um, One being like Mickey Guyton, which I don't know if y'all know who she is, but she's a black country singer. Um, And some other ones have come out too, but they've all just said how disappointed they are in him. Um, and how they just don't condone this kind of action um, and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Uh, oh, and also the NAACP has invited him uh, to, to a class so that they can, so that he can learn all of the ways that the term is offensive. So I thought that was very interesting, especially because I didn't know who he was. And also, too, they said weeks or days before this happened, he had just gotten this mega award by having like the most or the highest 
um, streams of any country music artist. So he like just broke all these crazy records, right? So the guy is clearly talented, we'll say, um, clearly destined to progress in this area, but it's just his personal issues, his personal habits that he just can't seem to shake. And so, um, and they all seem to stem from, you know, what he does when he's drunk. Cause like I said, he's had many, many, many issues of his drunken behavior and what happens whenever he gets excited off that liquor. So I don't know. I do have a quick question, Jordan. Was he saying the N word hard R or, you know, with the A at the end? I would have to go back and listen, but you know, they'd be bleeping it out. (laughs) I think it was with the A though. I don't think it was a hard R because, um, he was, and I'm I, like I said, I'm not trying to say this. Makes yeah, I was just dead. curious. It doesn't excuse it either way. I, yeah. I just wanted to know. But he was using it towards a friend. And you know, normally whenever they slip up, they be talking about us. You know, mm-hmm. like when they slip up, they be talking about us and they be singing a song. Um, But he was talking to one of his homies. And so I was like, dang, dude, you really finna lose it all because mm. you just got no. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, let me just throw some shame to the American people as a whole real quick and say that his music skyrocketed yet again to the charts after all this backlash came out. So if you ever needed confirmation that there are unfortunately some people out there who are racist at heart, there it is, because I see no reason for why his music should have continued to do numbers after more of his character was revealed. Um, I would say that I'm shocked, but that would be a lie. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of them still mad about the election. So they say, ah, we gonna get them on some Robin Hood type stuff. They was in a Reddit group saying, this is what we got to do, guys. Everybody go stream. <laughs> and that's what they did. Y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I've like low key been nervous because I'm like, it's been real quiet since the election and I don't really trust it. Like, it's just been too quiet. And so I just want to put that out there. I don't know if y'all been feeling that or not. Yeah, you know, I've definitely thought about that, but what I kind of chalked it up to was they leader gone. And what they had to realize is he was only looking out for himself. And if they think he coming back to lead them, they got another thing coming. This man is in Morocco somewhere that, you know, the American law cannot touch him. <laughs> and he ain't coming back till he know his case is clear. So if they think he's going to come lead no them, uh, no. Have no fear. The Senate will start doing all the um impeachment stuff and we'll see whether or not he'll be convicted, I think either next week or the week after. So have no fear, Dice. The the turmoil will stir back up soon because you know they're not gonna agree on this. Um, but you know, in, in higher spirits, we're supposed to be getting them stimmies. So hope that's cleared soon for anyone who qualifies. I'm sorry if you're listening and you may not qualify, but I'm in education, so I do. So can't wait. Well, Justin said he's in Florida at Mar-a-Lago, so Republican Party met with him. Yeah, I was gonna say that he's he's in Florida. <laughs> well, forget all y'all. <laughs> That's what I got to say. All right, and so the last piece of news um, is, and we're gonna end it on a good note. Our dear friend Stacey Abrams has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. So all claps. For her, because it's well-deserved. And boy, did she bring yeah. peace to the Americas. She earned so. it. <laughs> MVP right then. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, all right, guys. Um, I was going to say this about wraps it up. But, you know, what? I got one more thing to say to y'all. And what I have to say is join us on Clubhouse today when this episode comes out at 4 p.m. 
Central Standard Time or 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be continuing the conversation there and would love for you to join us. So please come. Please check the show notes for room information. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts for immediate alerts every time a new episode airs. We also invite you to follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at at NYABGPod. That is NYABGPod. Also visit our website, which is NYABGPodcast.com. So guys, until the next time, we thank you for rocking with us and we'll see you this evening on Clubhouse. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.